Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And right here in this season, there are so many things to be thankful for, so many things to be excited about. But Rachel, I know that you love one particular thing that I hear you talk about almost every year, and that's Hallmark movies. You're, you love them, right? I do. I'm a huge Hallmark fan. My, my parents owned Hallmark stores when I was growing up, and so I just love all things Hallmark. I see that little gold crown, and it makes me smile. Um, <laughs> as a child, I would get so excited because, you know, Hallmark started out basically a, a paper company. You know, they made wrapping paper and cards and... Um, they would make decorations when I was a child for the holidays that were paper as well. And sometimes you could kind of fold them and tape them and make a 3D version of whatever it might be. But other times they were just things that you would tape on the wall or tape on the windows. And I would get so excited as a child when the uh, shipment of all the decorations arrived for the holidays. And, you know, my mom would let me pick out whatever I wanted. I would go a little crazy, a little overboard. Um, I can... Uh, I could picture my dad like trying to walk through our house and knocking streamers out of the way that are hitting in, in the head because I was little. I was short. I had to stand on a chair and however far up the wall I came on that chair, that's where the decorations and the streamers went. And that was pretty much at my dad's head height. <laughs> I love that. And, and you know, so I want to kind of address that right now. I want to talk about like why women love Hallmark movies and men, they endure them because they love us. But why do women love these Hallmark movies and all things that wrap around Hallmark or anything decorative that that it, it happens around the holiday season? And you are the perfect one to talk to about that. Well, um, I like Hallmark movies because they get me in the mood for Christmas. I'm busy and I, I'm teaching. I'm doing a million other things. Where I live on the coast in North Carolina, you know, it doesn't exactly get snowy. There's no winter wonderland here. Palm trees aren't quite the same as Christmas trees. So <laughs> I think that the Hallmark movies, they set a tone and they start to get me in the mood. Now, I'll tell you, you know that I watch them every year. Usually, I start watching them at the very beginning of November. This year, I was speaking at some conferences. I was out of town on a writer's retreat, and I have not watched a single Hallmark movie by Thanksgiving what? this year. I had not watched a single Hallmark movie. This did happen uh, at the uh, inn that I was at for the writer's retreat. They did have Hallmark on their cable, so I did put it on, but I, I was there to write my own stories, so I just turned the volume down, but I let it play in the background, just because I knew I have to start thinking about Christmas and getting in the mood, and that's what those movies do for me. You know, I think that is spot on, because they really do transport you into like this other dimension, where all of a sudden, you 
you kind of put yourself into that setting and into that that little village or that little town that it happens to be taking place in and except all of their teeth are whiter and all the snow is fakier <laughs> and but you you see people that are absolutely passionate about Christmas and something happens to you when you watch that because all of a sudden you start feeling oh yeah it is the most wonderful time of the year. And you and I both know that Christmas isn't about the decorations. It's not about that. But for me, I love to have that traditional stuff happening at Christmas time because that's when my family comes together. And that's when things really get, I don't know, sentimental, I guess, because the rest of the year, we're all just so busy. Yeah, I like it too. But even though I like all of that stuff, all of the trappings and the trees and the decorations and the cookies, and I love all of it. But because I am so busy, even though I love it, sometimes I still don't feel like doing it. You know, it's like, I, I just, <laughs> if I could wave a wand and have my house look like a Hallmark set, that would be the best. But so sometimes I need it to help me get in the mood, to motivate me. Even though I want things done, it motivates me to actually drag out the ornaments and put them up and put the wreath up and all of that stuff. And, you know, I think some years, you know, there have been years in my past. I Both of my babies were born um, the week of Christmas. And so there have been years in my past where the month of December, I was very, very pregnant. And I knew that babies were on the way and I knew I was not going to have the time or the energy to take down anything that I managed to put up with my my huge belly and in those years watching the Hallmark movies it they were my substitute you know I didn't have the the Christmas in my own life or home but they were kind of a substitute I could still turn on the TV and see snow falling and Christmas trees lit well that's why we're talking about this right here today I know there are some of you that are feeling the same pressure the pressure to uh, feel like we can get everything done. And, and then when we transport ourselves into the Hallmark movie, you kind of just want to binge watch and go from one cheesy movie to the next. And why? I mean, we've got to wonder, why is that something that just kind of satisfies those desires inside of us. And I think it's exactly what you were saying, Rachel, that we have this tendency to imagine that life should be perfect. Life in those moments should be wonderful and everything should be in order. But I'm right there with you. There are years that I do not want to get the decorations out. And as a matter of fact, one of our good friends, Carolyn, uh, her husband, for her Christmas gift to her every year, they have someone who comes in and completely decorates for her. She said, I don't want to do it, but I want it to look great. And so this lady has a whole warehouse full of stuff so she can say okay this year i want all gold or this year i want all silver or this year i want all red and so this woman comes in and totally decks out everything from top to bottom and that's his gift to his wife because he knows she loves to look at it 
she doesn't want to drag it out and put it away. Well, okay, so that I now get. Now, I was thinking when you started to tell me this, I was like, no, that doesn't appeal to me. I want to put it like I want it. But if I get to change it every year with my mood and they clean it all back up, <laughs> I am sold. <laughs> that would also appeal to Rick because because uh, every few years I do change the look of my tree. I'm not one of those people who've had the same ornaments for 20 years. I'm like, so every time I feel the need for a new look, you know, here's Rick over here going, where are we going to put the eighth set of ornaments, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I have always held on to all the kids' stuff that they made and put it on the tree. This year, I didn't. First time ever. Now, I had I had taken all the the things off the tree and put them in boxes over the years that said Jennifer or Tiffany. And, and so when they got married and went out on their own, I gave them their boxes so they could go decorate their own houses with the things that meant so much to them. But I still had just this abundance of stuff that, you know, people give you things or the kids make things. And pretty soon your tree just looks like a giant hodgepodge. And this year I was like, man, I, I just, I don't have it in me to want to drag all that stuff out. And so my husband, being Mr. Wonderful, he said, well, what kind of tree would you like to do? And I said, something really spunky and different. I don't, I would like to not have anything on it that I've ever had on there before. And he said, do it, just do it. And, you know, there were all these great sales and he had gotten me like for a birthday or anniversary or something like a Hobby Lobby gift card. And so I went and got 50% off plus all these sales and all this stuff. And I created the most fun tree ever this year. It was so great. And it was so freeing. And so all of those things are in boxes and totes. And heads up, kids, when you come for Christmas, uh, we're asking you to take whatever you want out of those old totes, because the rest of it's going bye-bye. But <laughs> that's what we do, right? We, we send it on to the next generation. Yes. Well, and, and my daughter's going to have her pick of looks. Would you like the ornaments from the year I did red and gold and lime green? Would you like the ornaments from the year that I use leopard print ribbon? Would you like the ornaments from the year I did all silver? <laughs> like I've got through so many, uh, so many looks, but that's also another strategy that gets me in the mood for decorating is if I, if I see something that I get excited about and I want to create a new tree that I've never created before, then I get excited to see it, that come to life, see my vision come to life. And so exactly. yeah, watching Hallmark and buying new ornaments <laughs> makes me decorate trees. <laughs> Well, I wanted to dig in and find out why women love the Hallmark movies. And I read an article that says part of the reason is that there are no political tensions or anything that is really overly sad or overly happy in these movies. It's just kind of... A stress-free time to watch the movies. You don't have anything that is going on in the news happening in that movie. And so for a moment, you can just kind of 
drift away into this special place where you can go, oh, yeah, it's so nice not to have to think about real life. Well, Hallmark movies are popcorn. Like, who doesn't like popcorn? Do you know anybody that has an absolute hatred of popcorn? No. You can be completely full and you just had an entire meal and somebody passes a bowl to you and says, popcorn? You say, sure. And you take a handful. (laughs) You can have a handful and then another handful and then another and you can binge watch a day of Hallmark movies. They're just really kind of like popcorn. Not too sweet, not too salty, not too strong of a taste and yet delicious. So I see that and I see how, you know, there is conflict in Hallmark movies. You have to have some kind of conflict to have a story But the conflict is never over, you know, arguing about politics, but it's arguing over whether or not we can chop down this tree or that tree. No, no, you can't. That one's too big. You can't have that one. No, no. But my parents, you know, taught me as a child that it had to be a Bruce Bruce. No, no, it has to be. It has to be a northern fir. So, um. (laughs) <laughs> There's the conflict is just so palatable, you know, you're not really upset by it. It doesn't trigger you. There's no triggering happening here. Of, oh, yes. I remember the year that I was forced to use a blue spruce. It ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is I, I, I think that we're all desperate for a little bit of an escape from the reality of life. And just like you said, it just it transports you into this wonderland scene where suddenly you feel this this christmas energy just kind of going oh yeah that would be just magical to decorate everything and make everything gorgeous and look at the beautiful snow and oh i do like red and green again and and suddenly you feel the the warmth and the wholesomeness that happens when you watch that hallmark movie and i wonder i i wonder if we could not just wait for christmas time to have those moments. You and I, Rachel, know what Christmas is all about. We know that it is truly about Jesus coming to earth so that we could have this beautiful life that he promised us. And to wait until the end of the year to have it all bottled up and then try to find the escape into that seems a little backwards. I wonder what we could do to just start living Christmas and the the spirit of Christmas on a regular basis. I know it's special and I know it's fun and I know that we get into the season and I'm guilty, but I wonder if what we really love is the time when we all come together. You know, the time when we're saying, Wow, this is so great to decorate cookies together. This is so great to build a gingerbread house. This is so great to fill in the blank. And I wonder if we could create those moments going forward so it's not just during December. Well, that sounds like a noble goal. I don't know how 
doable or sustainable it is. I would go to church on, I remember this distinctly in grad school, I would go to church on Sunday mornings and I would go to church on Sunday nights and it was so wonderful and I loved being at church and I loved the worship and the sermons and being with all the people and I remember thinking, just wish church was every day. And then we would have revivals where we, church was every day for like two, three weeks straight. And a couple of, uh, of, of days in, it started to be, I, I, I couldn't concentrate as much. I couldn't focus. It lost something when it was every day. So I hear you. And I think that that's a noble impulse. And mm -hmm. I definitely think we could be kinder year round and we could make the effort to get together year round and we could look around for those who are in need year round and we could be more generous year round. But I also think that the Christmas time, the fact that we are willing to be more that way for this this particular time of the year, I also think that holds something that wouldn't be achievable year round. But that might just be me. No, I totally get that. And I'm not, uh, yeah, I remember the revival meetings where they, some of them went on for weeks and weeks. And by the end, you're just staring like a zombie. <laughs> You know, I love my Christmas trees, but if they're still up by January 18th, and sometimes they are, I am like, I get this thing out of my sight. I hear you. I am so right there with you. And, and yes, I have it down as soon as the last child leaves the house. If it's if it's New Year's Day, I am starting to take down everything that day. I get that. I do. But I want you know what I what I'm learning, I think, as I get older is that I can look at the calendar and you start seeing that we lost my mother-in-law this year. She was 86. How many more Christmases do I have? And is that the only time I want to make something super special? You know, I want, and, and what I'm saying is, I don't want to wait for that one time of year to create an experience that makes everybody, and it, it does, it's not a tree, but it's something, you know? Like, why can't we say, I'm not going to wait for Christmas, in January, I'm going to create an experience with someone I love that makes them feel like they just got the best present ever. And maybe it's just time together. Yeah, I don't know what it all looks like. Like one example, my granddaughter it just had a birthday recently, and she said that she really thinks that she would like some horses, you know, just some of those play horses and dolls and all of that. And I told her mom, you know what? I've decided that I am not going to contribute as much to the plethora of toys that all the kids have. I just, I, I choose rather than to do that, and we do still get them some things, but instead I try to create experiences for them. I said, look, if she wants to get into horses, let's see if she really understands what that's all about. So Grandpa and I got her a one-hour horseback riding lesson where she learned how to brush and groom the horse, how to take care of the horse, and then she got to lead it around 
and actually get on and learn how to do trotting and all of that. And the squeals and the excitement from that. I mean, I didn't get to be there, but Mama took lots of video and pictures. And I said, that, that's what... I want to create throughout the year, not just the Hallmark movie moments in December. I want to find ways to do that all year long and and purposely, intentionally find those things that make my family and friends go, wow, that was a great experience. Yeah, for sure. And those are the things that people are going to remember. They're not going to remember the toy that's under their bed that you bought them three years ago, but they will always remember um, an experience like that. So I think that's fabulous. You know, when you and I were um, talking about Hallmark Christmas movies at one point, you cracked me up because you you hit a nail on the head. <laughs> you... Um, when you were talking about them, you were saying that nobody in a Hallmark Christmas movie can just casually enjoy the holiday season. They have to either have a manic enthusiasm <laughs> for Christmas or, and this is what really made me laugh, or you said their lack of zeal has to be a major plot point to be resolved. <laughs> like, they are, that is the problem of the entire movie <laughs> is to help you find your Christmas spirit again, uh, yes. which cracks me up. But usually it's not a gift <laughs> in these movies that restores the person's spirit. It's being with family. It's decorating the tree or going sleigh riding or going horseback riding, if that's the case. You know, it is, it's the experience of being together and doing together. Well, you know, I agree that something like a Hallmark movie is cheesy, but I love to find those things that make us laugh together, make us enjoy the moment together, and and give us something to talk about next month, next year. Like, I don't know about you, but there are certain movies that we watch, not just Hallmark movies, but at Christmas time, there's like traditional movies, Christmas movies that we watch. And we've seen them a million times with the kids, but we will crack up every time in the same place. And then we, we've we added our own stories to that. Like, do you remember? Blah, 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 blah. And it just makes the whole season and the whole time together even more memorable. Oh, yes, we do that too. We watch Elf every year. Um, yeah, we, there's a handful of Christmas movies that are classics. And then just, you know, insert Hallmark movie here is also on that list. It doesn't matter which one. <laughs> and my my kids, now, I don't make Rick watch them with me. Sometimes he will. He I think he has like a two to three movie limit per season. Um, and so, you know, I watch them usually by myself. Rick will watch a few. And then... Uh, my kids, though, will wander into the room while I'm watching one, and they'll kind of giggle and roll their eyes, and they'll make a comment like, let me guess, the young girl had to leave the city and go back to the small town to help save something, and now she's going to fall in love, right? <laughs> and so they'll tease me, and then usually they'll sit down on the couch, though, and they'll start watching with me. So even those who are not converts wind up... Um, 
eating the popcorn <laughs> you know they make fun of it and then they're like pass the popcorn <laughs> well that's exactly what we're talking about today i don't know if you've ever watched a hallmark movie and we're not promoting the hallmark movie what we are saying is that find those things this season where you can just totally enjoy the people you love in a setting that makes you laugh, makes you have memories together, and makes you understand this season is all about loving one another well. Hey, may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others and maybe watch a Hallmark movie. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online, when you get a chance to sit down and breathe, at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week, where we fill you up one cup at a time.